0: Today on Game & Watch It, it's time to jump up in the air, jump up, don't be scared, jump up and your cares will soar away, and if the dark clouds start to swirl, don't fear, don't shed a tear, cause I'll be your 1UP girl. Welcome to another episode of Game and Watch it. I am your host Rusty, and these are my two pals, Paulie and Arzy. Hey, howdy. How are you guys doing today? Yeah, my yeah. Bad. We're not not hungover. Not, yeah, not hungover. no, don't we're not not hungover. hungover. Totally not not. Alcohol is the devil.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what are you playing? <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, what are you playing? Me right now. Uh, actually, I started Wolfenstein: The New Order, or A New Order, or whatever it's called. The first one, I wanted to get the story down yeah. before I played two. Yeah, so I'm playing it. It's cool. It's just I feel like it didn't age that well. Mm. Like I just I don't know how to explain it properly. It feels kind of
2: like is it from a visual perspective or a gameplay perspective?
1: Neither really. It's like the level design perspective. Oh, uh, okay. And like thought behind stuff. There's a certain point in the game where like you have to go into a Nazi complex. Okay. Right. And you go in there with a pickup truck. You, like, don't make it through the checkpoint, and you have to go kill everybody. Yeah. But then the level actually starts, and there is a pickup truck in the middle of the entrance with its headlights on and the engine running. And then random soldiers just, like, walking by and, like, not doing a thing. And you can still go in and, like, stealth them. It's really weird.
2: Huh. Interesting. Yeah.
1: Like no no foresight in that yeah and then you move through and do it in another section and it's the exact same thing yeah like it's very fun the bosses are awesome especially when you fight like the big robotic guys mm-hmm. but I don't know it's just I I'm not having that much fun with it I don't know are you are you excited are you still gonna play part two yeah I think so I mean at the end of the day I heard they fixed a lot of potential problems in part two it's yeah. very very good gameplay wise so I'm gonna give it a shot okay I just wanted to get the story behind it
0: yeah. Should watch like a YouTube video if it's like because it sounds like it's ruining your Wolfenstein experience.
1: Yeah, but the story is actually pretty good. Yeah, that's what yeah. I heard. That's it's why like, it is really good. Like you, you essentially start off the game in almost like a Normandy-esque type uh, type fight. Mm-hmm. You like storm a beach with a plane, mind you, not boats, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, storm the beach, get into the trenches, get into a hideout to take out some like Nazi scientist higher up guy. Okay. And then you just I, I don't wanna get any spoilers, but essentially you leave the place with a wound of sorts, puts you in a mental asylum, yeah. and then you stay there until the 1960s. Okay. okay. The Nazis have already won the war. Yeah. So it's from that point forward where like, you know, the story of really starts to develop. But even at that point, like the way they they use the cinematography of like the uh, the first person area. And use that to their advantage to show like the time passing while he's in the asylum. It was really, really well done. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that and I'm playing Doom. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So what's what's your early impressions of Doom? And what are you playing it on? PS4. How is it? Uh, like? It plays really well. You guys are way on point with the sensitivity. Holy shit. It's twitchy. It's really twitchy. I haven't adjusted it yet. I'm trying to like potentially get used to it. I'm just worried that it's going to be a lot of the same when it comes to, like, the setting and the enemies and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm is it? maybe about an hour in.
2: Well, yes, to say what I'm playing. So I finished <laughs> Doom, or yeah. at least I, I finished with the story mode. I got majority of the collector, uh, collectibles. If I didn't have Skyrim on the back burner that I was itching to play, I probably would have gone a second pass and got all the collectibles and stuff. But mm-hmm. there is some variance, but it is the standard Doom formula. The environments may mildly change well there I'll say there's maybe like two major environments in the entire game okay. um but that being like it's always the just get to the end of the level more or less like get to the checkpoints you may find a key card or something similar to a key card along the way yeah uh, more enemy types get um, released as the game goes on altogether All right. it's a, like a it's a lot of hectic just breakneck fun but I was getting burnt out of it towards the end of it
1: I'm already starting to feel that, and I'm only yeah. like an hour in. Like I feel like destiny kind of ruined me for first-person shooters, because I know I've been like, you know, jerking off all over that game for a while yeah. now, but like, my God, it changed it changed my perception of first-person shooters, yeah. how well they play, how well a story can be implemented, the type of worlds that you can explore. Mm-hmm. like it, there's so much variance in the game, and then you jump into something like doom, and it's just a little, I don't know, janky monotonic. I would never
2: call Doom janky. I was going to say, from a gameplay perspective, it's it's very, very slick. It is. Like, like, especially with all the, when you start getting the heavier weapons towards the end of the game. And you really, like, what I I think I love about the game is that it still harkens back to the original Doom game, though it was gruesome and it was brutal. It was never tried to be, it was never trying to be scary. Like, there's no jump scares in it. And even though you're fighting these absolutely horrible, you know, terrifying looking demons, you're never afraid other than, than, like just getting killed because you're, you're losing like you, you are as scary as they are you know that you are scarier yeah with was, the weapons you have with the skills you have and like like the doom guy is particularly brutal in this game
1: it's kind of the reason why bioshock 2 kind of failed yeah in a sense it's like it's that exact reason you're playing as a what, what were big, big daddy yeah yeah you're playing as a big daddy instead of playing as just like some random guy with plasmid so the whole like survival horror aspect of the first game was completely taken away but But which works well with doom yes well because
2: doom that's i think that's the intent from the start whereas bioshock 2 i think it was just like a a flaw in tone because it was something that bioshock 1 had and bioshock 2 tried to keep that creepy haunting aesthetics but it's hard to be afraid when you have a gatling gun within your first i don't know like i think it's with first 15 minutes of play or something like that um like altogether so now i have some beefs with the port and I've been noticing a chronic problem with Switch games that there's sound tearing error uh, issues.
1: Sound tearing, really? I,
2: I, I don't know. Maybe that's not the right word for it. But for example, Stardew Valley, every so often, it would the sound would start to distort in a way as if you yeah. had the speakers up way too loud. I thought it was yeah. a hardware issue at first, I, and I it only that. resolves itself if you exit the software and restart it.
1: I've never experienced that before. That Did you happened. Play Stardew Valley. No, but I mean I played a bunch of games. But that was that was like
0: uh,
2: like the developers knew that and they 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 patched it. Yeah, but then I'm starting to see similar stuff with Doom. Doom, like I would have every so often I'd hear like. Burr! And then the sound would just cut off from the game. And sometimes it would come back. Sometimes it wouldn't. Sometimes um, if I was in a firefight, the music would stop for a second or two and then come back in again. Um, Yeah, like lots of sound errors. And even Skyrim, um, I I did catch one time that the sound just kind of cut out briefly. Okay. So I'm wondering if this is just like a problem with, uh, with ports? Because I, I haven't experienced anything like this with first party titles.
1: Actually,
0: I- I'm experiencing that with Animal Crossing on my uh, Pocket <laughs> Camp. The, t- the sound turns off and uh, and yeah, you got to restart it to yeah, get it. Yeah, but are back you sure going. it's not a
1: hardware issue with you, though? How would it be a hard issue? Well, because you're running a
0: pretty old phone. No, it's SE. It's like after the 6S. Yeah.
2: Anyways, to close it's the loop fine, on Doom enough. anyways, I still think it's an amazing achievement that they managed to squeeze that much of game onto the Switch considering yes. like the hardware um, uh, limitations, let's call them. Um, in the end, like... If I was talking about achievement alone, being able to get that game on there, I might have given it a higher rating. But uh, for me, like, I, I would say, like, in general, i I'd give it a B at the end of the day. Like, I really enjoyed the game. I liked it for yeah. what it was. I, like, I knew the experience I was getting out of it. But yeah. between just the odd technical difficulties, and for me, it just kind of got samey between the end. I, I think those are the parts where it kind of falls flat a little bit.
1: Yeah, that's, again, I'm already starting to feel that on that. It's it's odd with Skyrim that you're going to see those issues, though. Because, I mean, the game was made for last gen. That. Yeah should be something that should be able to run on the Switch no problem.
2: Well, I don't think it's a direct port of the um, original? original version. I think it were graphically – because I could tell that there's been graphical upgrades since – playing vanilla because i haven't touched okay. skyrim since vanilla game on xbox 360 like no patches no dlc so all that stuff is new to me yeah. but i am noticing uh an, a graphical upgrade i don't think it's quite at the same level as the um what, what is it, the collector's edition the one that came out for oh uh, the remaster yeah for the remaster yeah. i don't yeah. think it's quite there but it's somewhere in between okay. um i've only had one game ending crash so far
0: okay fair you enough the game already
2: no, like it, like I.
0: Oh, like, game ending as yeah, as like a yeah, like game breaking uh, crash game breaking. Okay. Yeah. That,
2: that happened once, but. Um, I quick save liberally as I, as the game has <laughs> rapidly trained me to do after uh-huh. dying in some very stupid ways but mm. overall it's just delightful I miss Skyrim so much I like just going around and murking people and uh. I'm just like a lightning wizard going in from places and just like Emperor Palpatine just lightning people <laughs> to death and they're like and they're wailing on me with their swords and I'm just like die
1: die <laughs> cute <laughs> Yeah, I gotta try it. I'm gonna get it soon. I've, I've actually never played vanilla properly, so yeah. I gotta jump on that ASAP. Yeah, I might borrow it from you when you're done with it later on. Oh, I'll never be done. <laughs> never be done. Fair enough. 400
0: hours!
2: Yeah, pretty much, if you want to do it. <laughs> How
0: about you, Rusty? What, what you, you play? So I've been playing a lot of Mario Odyssey, but we're actually gonna get into that after the break. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna do a nice spoiler, spoiler cast, so beware of spoilers. Yep. But, um actually uh, so i'm gonna'm I'm, I'm actually not gonna talk about what I've been playing and I'm gonna talk about an event that I recently went to uh, held at OCAD University <laughs> mm-hmm. The developers of cuphead mm-hmm. actually not the developers it turned out to be a key animator yep a sculpture artist nice and the background painter oh nice so okay. all of, all of them oh. were there the background painter uh, she is from OCAD and she uh, she's a graduate fresh out of school the developer studio mK. I, I don't know their wow. name, a bunch of letters put together. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she came right out of OCAD and they, they hired her and she did all the watercolor backgrounds and everything. Oh, that's awesome. Little yeah. piece of Toronto in that game, eh? And the, the sculpture artist is also from Toronto. That's awesome. So the studio is in Saskatchewan and they, yeah. they use Basecamp. It's like an online project building yeah. uh, yep. tool. And they have uh, artists in L.A., Vancouver, Toronto. So everybody's working remotely from all over North America. That's awesome. It was very interesting to see the process of how it was made. Um, the lady, she did most – she was like the lead animator. Yeah. So she did all the animations, all the character designs. And it was just cool seeing the process. The two brothers, that's the, the creators of the game, mm-hmm. they would uh, ask her to create like uh, – like a lobster with like a like – he's like a pirate guy and she would send all like, like a concept hundred arts. Co- yeah, yeah, concept pieces art. of concept art and, we, and she showed them all. And I have pictures on my phone so hopefully we can get them up right now. Yeah. And it just <laughs> – it was so interesting to, to see her process and, and the keyframes. It was more of like an art show as opposed to a game show. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah.
2: It, was, it was. Yeah, that's uh, it sounds a lot different than what I was expecting.
0: Yeah, it was awesome. And then they had the sculpture guy from Toronto, and there's um, a boss battle, the Egyptian boss battle. Yep. So when you're playing the game, the boss battle, there's like a, an Egyptian city in the background, and the camera is panning around it. Mm-hmm. So you'd think it was like an animation or a 3D model in the background, mm-hmm. but it was an actual, it was an actual model that was built. Yeah. And then it was taken. There was a picture taken at. Every degree of, of around the um, the sculpture, so it's kind of like a stop motion 360 view oh, of it. Okay. Nice.
1: So yeah, it was amazing. Like just like there's so much art in that game, and uh, it's cool to see like the behind the scenes with something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Like nobody would have ever known that was a 3D sculpture. No, not at all. Right. So they actually had the the sculpture. There's a, a castle.
0: When you're fighting a bird in the sky, they also do the rotating. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Castle. And just the process of building these things, it was – none of this stuff has ever been done. So they were getting these, these, creati- these creatives and they were just coming up with ideas and they kept failing and they kept – it took them like six months to build this sculpture. That's crazy. And like five failures and he showed all the pictures of it along the way and all that stuff.
1: You know what? That's good though. Honestly, at the end of the day, like you got to kind of go like you know put your blood, sweat and tears into it, right? Yeah. But to do something that innovative from an art perspective yeah. for a game, like, this is an indie game, you know? I mean, I understand it was at least part funded by, by Microsoft. Yeah, well, I wanted to ask that question, but it, it, they, they specifically said no questions
0: about the game. This is only about art. Hmm. So I wanted to say, like, what was your relationship with Microsoft and how will that affect uh, the game getting ported to the Switch? <laughs> but uh,
2: <laughs> I, I was not able to ask that question.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well... Well, I was going to ask it anyways, because... Well, they probably
2: wouldn't be the right people to answer, though, if this is, like, the art team. Like, they wouldn't be involved in the dev relations and... That's very true, yeah. But they might,
1: like, know something about it, you know what I mean? Yeah, it depends on how small the group is, right? They probably have random meetings and whatnot, so Mm -hmm. you never really know. Yeah, and the the people were so down-to-earth. And they're from Toronto, I would
0: love to get him, call him up. Yeah, and, like, have like a little interview with him and get more behind the scenes stuff. Like, I'm sure it's so. Don't possible. ask, just get. <laughs> Coming soon to game and watch it. Well, <laughs> well, it's
2: an exclusive. <laughs> if you hear Rusty, this has been promised. Snorlax, fix him. <laughs> Quickly. Oh, no. Quickly. Yeah,
0: Snorlax fell. But yeah, hopefully I can get in contact with him. I have all his information. Yeah. So hopefully I can get in contact or, or even just uh, do a better look at what I saw. At the show.
2: Let's just do a better podcast. How about that?
0: <laughs> yeah, Mr. Host, man. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> but this game is nominated for um, game uh, uh, in the, in the Goaty Awards yeah. for Best Art Direction. Yeah, which I think it's a shoe There is
1: no yeah. question. Well, do you know any of the other nominations? For, uh, uh, I saw direction? them. I don't remember what they are, but I was looking through the nomination list. Yeah. And yeah, it's Cuphead. There is no question it's going to be Cuphead. I hope it wins because they have so much heart.
0: Yeah, and they're they're so dedicated and and they're they're a bunch of artists. They're not gamers. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, of course. And also, you know, win for Canada. Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. That's true. But there right? there's
1: people from the states who worked on the game as well. Yeah, but you know, studio out of Saskatchewan and yep. you know, people from Toronto who went to OCAD. Yeah, right. Like that the, that prestigious Toronto art school. Well, know? it's it's the Ontario College of Art.
0: Yeah, and yeah, design. I know university. I, did. <laughs> I love oh, how I, do. I love how the, there's a college and university built in. in. Yeah, in the name. But yeah, you can't take that away from from the from the name. But uh, yeah. let's get back into the game awards. Yeah, yeah. And let's uh, let's have a little discussion about the
2: nominations this year. Yeah, so What do we have for game of the year? We have Breath of the Wild. Yeah. yeah. We have Super obvious Mario,
0: winner.
1: <laughs> uh, we have Odyssey.
2: Obvious winner. <laughs>
1: uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. Um, the uh, the pity nomination because I'm sorry you can't have Zelda and Horizon Zero. Dawn in the same category and have a Horizon Zero Dawn win. It doesn't happen. Uh there's PUBG. Yeah. Um and I feel like there's one more. what it? Persona am I 5. Oh yeah, Persona 5. Which is the first time a JRPG has probably ever made it into the GOTI. So it yeah. really says like how amazing that game was. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it has a chance of winning? Not in hell. Okay. Yeah, like not a chance in hell. And don't get me wrong. At the end of the day, a lot of these games are very, very good games worthy of the nomination. Yep. But at the end of the day, it's coming down to Odyssey or Breath of the Wild.
2: I think if it's not Breath of the Wild, I would see that as a big upset.
1: Yeah. there's Well, this is the thing. The only one that might be able to dethrone it that isn't a Nintendo property right now is PUBG. No way. I'm telling you, it is the only game in the past little while that has not only overtaken League of Legends on Twitch for most people streaming it, but stayed stuck and is still the highest game on Twitch, if I'm not mistaken. Well, this game is in beta form and... It got nominated. That's huge. Yeah, of course. It's Dude, it is the best team first-person shooter to come out, according to people, because I haven't played it, yeah, in a very long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, outside of Overwatch. But it's a huge battle royale of sorts. Yeah. Right? I think it's like 30-some-odd people playing at a time. Kind of what Battlefield has been doing for a little bit. But I think... I don't know the full specifics, but as far as I've heard, it's absolutely incredible. Yeah, fair enough. I haven't seen much of it, but...
0: um, I know Overwatch won last year, so it'd be kind of like these uh these yeah.
1: competitive games are becoming huge. Well, is it yeah. considered
0: like an esport? Oh
1: yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure it is. And yeah. now also uh Unreal is releasing a game that is almost exactly like PUBG in that style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like this is gonna be something that we're gonna see more and more of as time goes on. They 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 innovated something within the first person shooter range or third person shooter range or whatever it is. Yeah. So I think with that alone they might actually have a shot of winning. I'm still saying it's going to be Zelda.
0: Yeah, do you, uh, back to pub. Um, do you guys are PUBG whatever? Do you guys think yeah. it do you guys think it's cool that
2: that was nominated because it's still not a final release game? I don't I don't think it's not For me the issue is not that it's nominated. My issue is that these games are getting gaining massive popularity while still in beta. Yeah. And then they just stay in early access. Forever, yeah, and I, I think that's the part that's a little bit stranger than the fact that it got nominated because yeah, if, if it's an awards show and something is massively popular, they're gonna put it on. They're not gonna kick it off because of a technicality because what what benefit does uh, the Game Awards have for excluding it? For my question is why why don't they just call a game released?
1: Yeah, the, the official release date is happening like just barely after the the uh, the Godies, yeah or the sorry TGA yeah so. I mean, it's going to be coming soon, according to them. I'll believe it when I see it, I guess, because I think you're right. A lot of these games do stay in beta for a while. Uh, Minecraft being, uh, you know, case in point. True. But, yeah, it's just the, why bother fully releasing the game when you don't necessarily need to. This game is essentially the full release of the game as it stands right now. It, so. just,
2: it just seems bizarre where you have some companies releasing games that aren't finished yeah. and then calling the game released and then just doing massive day one patches. That's very and true. then you have other games that, as far as everyone concerned, are com- like complete enough to be massively popular. Yeah. Like, why not just call that like V two or something? Like, I I, I guess yeah. I just don't know enough about it's the business a very good model. Point, it Z? makes Z? sense.
1: Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. I completely agree. It's. It, we'll see how it works out with them. Again, I we won't know until we actually see a full 1.0 release. Yeah. But I don't think much is going to change in the game. So I think it might have been a reason to why they implemented it into the uh, the nomination for the GOATI this year. Yeah just knowing full well that okay the game's pretty much done. Yeah. We're not going to see much else. Everybody's already loving it completely. This is the way to go. Now, is it better than Zelda or Mario? I can't say because I've never mm. played it. I know. <laughs> unfortunately.
2: I've never played it, but I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no, too. I'm curious though. I think it's just not, it's... not at all because of my personal
1: biases. <laughs> <laughs> I think Zelda's going to win just because it's a more complete product. At the end of the day, PUBG is amazing. But as far as I know, it's a straight-up multiplayer Battle Royale arena game. And yeah, with that in mind...
0: How about Odyssey?
1: Yeah. You don't think Odyssey has a chance? Not with Zelda in the lineup. What? Yeah, Odyssey... Okay, so I mean, I'm, I'm going to bleed into our, our Mario conversation for the next segment afterwards. But okay. uh, Between both of them, I've always liked Zelda more between the two. Just because it was and- the small sandboxes. Like, the exploration in Mario... It was good, but it wasn't anywhere near the exploration and how well that was implemented in Zelda. When you're putting something in and it's a small sandboxes, I get it. But the rewards didn't feel anywhere near as good when I found, I found a power moon compared to when I found a shrine. Or when I found like some really cool area. It's hard to it's really compare. Cool yeah, but they're both explorational in a sense. So seeing it from that perspective alone... I think Zelda has the clear win.
2: I think that Zelda being the game that slingshotted Nintendo's now, like, renaissance that they're in right now. Yeah. And not to mention, I feel like that game has solidified itself that no longer mario but Ze- like legend of zelda is nintendo's flagship franchise or maybe not flagship's the right word but in terms of like no, their most popular like money draw franchise like i'd yep. be curious to see what the numbers look like of yeah, uh, zelda versus odyssey yeah. after mario will
0: always make more money than zelda yeah oh 100% Like, look at the theme park. It's Mario-based with, like, a little bit
2: of Zelda. Okay, but I'm not talking about Mario as a brand. I'm talking about one singular Mario game versus one singular Legend of Zelda game. Like, I I feel like this game was just, like, it was such a watershed moment that to deny it game of the year. Like, and I know a lot of this is colored by just, like, my Nintendo obsession, but it's the game that launched the Switch. And now the Switch has become a massive success now that nobody was expecting it to be that.
1: I was.
0: (laughs) <laughs> what? No, okay, fine, <laughs> yeah. but
1: you were also expect expecting the Wii U to be a massive success. I was as well. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, just always kind of. bet. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm doubling down. I'm dug in. <laughs> 23 <laughs> yeah. will
1: hit at some point.
2: Yes. Yeah, don't yeah. get
0: me wrong. I really really love Zelda and I really love Mario and it's really hard to pick between the two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I kind of don't want to, but I just at the end of the day I feel like Mario was just more fun and
2: I had a better time with Mario.
1: Oh, yeah. I, see, I feel the complete opposite. I had more fun with Zelda.
2: I felt like I was able to play over 100 hours of Zelda without ever getting bored. And Mario, by yes. the time I got to 500 uh, moons, I was like, okay, like I need a long break exactly. from this game.
1: Exactly, exactly. It's That's, the whole reason Mario's I started playing so, Wolfenstein.
0: Mario's so dense, and there's so much to, to see in those sandbox levels. Where Zelda, there was a lot of breathing room when you're going from shrine to shrine. It's a lot more like, it was more of an adventure. It took 10 minutes to get from here to there, where Mario... Takes like a couple, uh, skip a hop and a jump, and then you already got another shrine. So it's yeah. a lot like the pacing's different. So it is in terms of hours. I don't think that's fair yeah. to to compare in terms of how the, many hours you put in because thirty hours of Mario is probably the same as sixty hours of Zelda.
1: This is the thing. I feel like the complexity of Mario Odyssey kind of worked to its detriment in my eyes, in a sense. We're like when you're looking at Zelda Breath of the Wild. You have one gigantic, expansive world, and that is it. And you just run around and explore that world. Yeah. For me, having the tiny little sandboxes, I mean, it's not like it's a bad thing. And I don't want to make it seem like I'm shitting on this game because I love this game They're both bad. really, really good. Yes. You know absolutely.
2: what? Absolutely. Maybe let's not get too in-depth about Mario and save that for the second half. Yeah, I think we have another segment that we should be uh, yeah.
1: touching on right now because something Let's huge talk happen.
2: about the big thing in the news. <laughs>
1: yeah. E- let's get our hands
2: dirty now.
1: Yeah. E- uh, here we go. EA. Yeah, it's in the
2: game. Yeah. Or it's not in the game anymore. And by that, I mean loot boxes. Yeah. And it's... by in the game anymore, I mean temporarily.
0: So just to just to tell all our
2: viewers and listeners that yeah. um, none of us have played the game. Yes. <laughs> okay, right. so let's just say for the Three people that have not heard about this Somewhere on social media Star Wars Battlefront 2 Was to be launched with a new sort of Microtransactional heavy loot box Oriented progression system Mm -hmm. With random draws to get Actual progressive upgrades To upgrade your character Yes After massive fan backlash and a very stilted AMA on Reddit, um, uh, EA announced that they will be suspending microtransactions until the game can be restructured. Yes, um, no, a, a lot of people are saying that this is a big victory, um, especially as certain governments are now say are ruling in favor or at least suggesting that perhaps this should be considered gambling and should be considered uh, banned for that reason. Um, but just the question is, do we actually think this is a blow against microtransactions or are they just gonna come back bigger and slightly
1: different? I think this is a pretty big hit to microtransactions on the console gaming level. Yeah. Mobile gaming, I'm, I'm sure we've said this before, it's never going to go away. It is the business model. That's it, right? You release a free app, that's how you make your money. Fine, I get it. For now. Right. For now, yeah. right? Yeah. With these games where it's a 70 80 $90 game, whatever it is, depending on where you live, um, this is insanity. To have this type of system be a, not necessarily a necessity, but essentially a necessity. When you're looking at this game and you have to plug in... Somewhere close to like 20 hours or pay a hundred dollars. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Because 20 hours that's a lot of gaming. Mm -hmm. That's a fully fleshed out single-player campaign for pretty much any other game in the world, if not even longer than most of them now. So imagine plugging in that amount of time, Mm -hmm. right? And effort just to see your returns go nowhere, because anybody who has the option to pay now can will and you're going to get your ass handed to you and to to give everybody a little bit of a preface on how the system works there's three different types of uh loot crates that you can get within the game mm-hmm. there's the uh the hero crates the uh starship crates and the trooper crates or whatever I they're called like, uh. the trooper crates are the ones that everybody is complaining about okay. the most of because those you get cards and those cards you can either uh expand or equip to your character and instantly gives you more experience instantly levels you up instantly makes you tougher stronger faster whatever and you have to do no work and to buy and it's sorry this is almost one of the only ways to level up your character so whether you do it with in-game credits that you've earned along the way or something that you've bought with crystals that's the only way to power up your character this is the model that they've created. Yeah, and that's, this is why everybody is so pissed off. Yeah. yeah, I think it's bullshit. I don't like the model. Yeah,
0: but I don't think it's considered gambling because you get something out of it. It's like baseball cards or Pokemon cards or gumball machine toys. You put two dollars in and you get a random toy. Yeah blind, yeah,
2: blind boosters are not a new thing. It's true.
0: And I don't, it's I don't, true. I don't mind that model. I wouldn't personally never do it, but I don't think it's gambling. And I, I just, I think it's bad business ethics from EA. But I like. It's not gambling, and I don't think. Um, yeah, because EA yeah, is such a stand-up
1: company to begin with. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think, I think like, the I'm gambling
2: kind of, argument. I agree with Rusty that it's a bit extreme, like yeah. saying that it should be illegal. But at the same time, like I, it, it is certainly scummy. It is a scummy way to do things. Yes, it and is. though we, it's become acceptable in the mobile sphere. Like when you're paying seventy dollars for a game, and then you have to pay more. Like my, see, here's my concern: is one um, EA said that they are going to do this um like reversion temporarily who knows what's going to come back from that point yeah um whether because here here's my concern is that now the uh, the bigger industry or the bigger developers for these AAA games are looking for a more profitable return on what they're doing yeah and if they start losing this revenue stream who the fuck knows what they're going to go after next yeah, because they've got they've gotten a taste of this this is now part of their business model it's not going to go away it's just going to become maybe a little bit more subtle like a little bit more insidious and i like i i feel like it's not going away anytime soon it's only just a matter of time before it comes back for um, for battlefront 2 and for any other game that happens to be made buy these bigger devs that are me sinking that much money and yeah. it's, it's such a shame that nobody's talking about you know the art direction nobody's talking about the gameplay nobody's talking about yeah. you know like the actual game itself everybody's just talking about the business model and it is a sad state of affairs when we have to talk about uh video games now not as art or as something that like wants to be good of its own intrinsic value yeah but we have to be consider it now like In retrospect to its pricing model of it being a revenue stream for a larger company.
1: Well, okay, so this is the thing though. I mean, I think a lot of people started um, seeing the game for what it was after the microtransactions were taken out. Yeah. Because the game was built for microtransactions, no matter which way it's sliced. So when you're looking at the rewards for completing a mission or doing something, all you're doing is getting credits. Yeah. Nothing else. You're just getting credits or you're buying crystals and they essentially do the same thing. Right? Now, With that in mind, the rewards that you get will go into a randomly generated box that will give you a randomly generated reward that you may not need. Therefore, making whatever you've done, essentially useless, Yeah. right? And that's why, I mean, don't get me wrong, I get it, because I'm sure the art direction was great in this game. It's a Star Wars game. It looks really good. It does look really good. And I'm sure it plays well too, but at the end of the day, if you feel like you're playing this game and getting nothing out of it, and not getting anywhere where it's going to make you happy. This is EA's fault. They've done it to themselves. They shot themselves in the foot, even from a gameplay perspective. Let's say microtransactions stay out of the game, it's still a shitty game.
2: See, here's my counter argument it would be Monster Hunter. Yeah. That is a game that you could spend a solid hour hunting down a monster yeah. and either, you know, you just don't manage to take it down or you get a shitty loot drop because it's all randomly generated oh, loot yeah. that comes from it. So how would it be any different from the way the, uh, the Battlefront model is sitting right now minus mm. the actual cost in it? And see, that. these are things that have been acceptable for so long, but once they become monetized, now it becomes a sticky issue and now it's as if like the entire thing is gone. It's like, once again, to Rusty's point that there's always been blind boosters but you know and you can say oh but you know it's, it's pay to win for um these games well, it was pay to win for pokemon cards if you were the kind of kid that had enough disposable income to have somebody buy you some charizards or to buy single cards you know what i mean like that it's always been
1: there our poor parents
2: yes
1: (laughs) yeah i know right no to be fair i also think monster hunter is a shitty game too but that's a personal preference thing yeah Yeah. i get i get where you're coming from it has been a standard across the board and i never really thought about it that way so yeah this is just me being like i'm I'm much more calm than what i feel inside about this i'm a raging star wars fanboy right now like i am so pissed off that they, they they're trying to really use a franchise to make them or to do some pretty scummy shit yeah Right, and a franchise that I love. So it hits it hits me a little closer to home.
2: I mean, businesses are gonna do what businesses are gonna do. Of course. They're gonna do what's ever gonna be the right for them to maximize their profits. And at the end of the day, like I just I don't see this getting any better. At like I think at the best, if this is hobbled battlefront two and that it'll never be the success that perhaps it even should be intrinsic to its like gameplay merits just because of this marketing thing, but I Damn. just don't ever see it getting better. I agree. I think at the end of the day, just
0: educate
1: yourself and uh, make smart decisions. Yeah, honestly. And honestly, if it does piss you off, make your voice heard. Yeah. Yeah. Get out there. Twitter exists. Facebook exists. Everything else. Get out there. Make your voice heard. Cool. Let's take a break. And when we get back,
0: we're going to get into a globe trident adventure with Mario. Yay! Let's Ah! go! And
2: we're back.
1: Hi.
0: Thank you for sticking around. We're going to get into our second part of Super Mario Odyssey. Yeah. Uh, We had part one. It was uh, spoiler free. Mm -hmm. And this one will be spoiler. Yeah, we're going in depth. So consider yourself warned. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Yeah. So uh, where where should we start?
1: What are your overall thoughts? You guys, we all beat the game. Let's, uh, Let's start there. I really, really, really like this game just straight up all the worlds were awesome very different every piece of it was very very well put together very well thought out when, even when it came down to like you know the transformations and like takeovers with the hats they were all very well implemented in the style of gameplay it was ga- like always gameplay first mm-hmm. and then run with it we' like let's say a game like Kirby it's more just kind of um caution to the wind mm-hmm. right you just oh okay whatever I'll get the ninja guy is he gonna be there for a puzzle now? I need the fire guy. Okay, I'll go get the fire guy. Yeah, like, I found like these power ups. Like you could
0: make a game based on each one. Yeah, absolutely. Like they're so well, well done, well designed, mm-hmm. and they all feel completely different. It's like you play as like fifty different characters in that game.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. And like every little piece, like little what are, what are the lava guys called again? So it's the P. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Either way, you know what I'm talking. Little fireballs. Yeah. They're, yeah. Um, the jumping ones. Yeah, like, it becoming old-school Mario enemies, I think, was, like, one of my favorite parts of the game. Like, yeah. becoming the Goomba, which was kind of cool. Becoming the uh, the Cheep Cheep was awesome. Yeah. Like, for the underwater areas, that was a key piece. It's interesting that they, they
0: for the underwater levels, uh, usually in 3D Mario games, you could, like, swim naturally. yeah. But they brought back the mechanics from Super Mario 1 where you sink and then yeah. you press A yeah. to go to move up. Yeah, the 2D styles. The 2D styles. So yeah. that was very interesting to see them implement uh, a two, uh, 2D tradition into a 3D game.
1: And it's not very fun. Yeah, no. The swimming is very, very Yeah, yeah it
2: took me a long time to figure out how to do the um, – because I was always playing on Pro Controller or handheld how to do the quick swim.
0: Oh, I didn't even – that's another thing. I haven't even done that yet.
2: Yeah, there's – so, okay, before we even just move off the hat mechanic, like, I, I just want to touch that on a bit. Like, what yeah. I love about the hat mechanic is not only has it brought in all new mechanics to the game, mm-hmm. but it also it makes it so that enemies are not just obstacles anymore. Yeah. Every Almost every single enemy you see is not just an obstacle you need to get past or something you need to kill to get coins. It's actually then a tool to possibly do other things. Yeah. Like, it just adds that extra level of depth and uh, interactivity into the game, which yeah. I just think is, like, pretty awesome. But onto what you're saying about the classic mechanic, mechanics that's another thing i was not expecting in this game to have mario have like all the moves from his entire repertoire yeah um some of them it's kind of awkward to get to because they count on you of having uh the loose nunchuck um grip or the loose joy-con grip we'll get into motion controls um yeah we, we could touch on that later but I like. I love that they still have the triple jump from Mario sixty four. Yeah. You know, they have the wall jump. They've brought in like ledge grabbing and all like all kinds of things, as well as now the new mechanics for you know the hat jumps and so on and belly diving like. off your hat jump. I love. Yes. That. Yeah, have you cool. learned that yet? Yeah. It's oh, awesome. It's so it's, good. You can, you can really never fun. go
1: back. I want to mm-hmm. replay the game knowing. Uh, that that skill. Do you know what taught me that, oddly enough? One of the Koopa races. So, like, after you beat the game and you unlock the cubes in all the worlds and then the mm-hmm. Koopas sh- start showing up. Yeah. Which I think was a really nice touch. There was one where I did the, uh, the Master Cup. Mm-hmm. And to beat the gold guy that comes with it, I needed to do, like, the wall climb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where you have to, like, jump off the wall, throw your hat, and then dive onto it. Yeah. And it, that is what taught me how to do those kinds of moves. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Because they don't teach you that mechanic until you get to, spoiler, yeah. the Mushroom Kingdom.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: And you go into, you have to dress up as uh, the classic uh, low poly Mario, like Mario 64 costume. Yeah. And then you go into the, the secret door and you go into the, um, the garden from Mario 64. Yeah. it's yeah. recreated like, in, six, in, in Mario 64 style. And it's all low res, low texture. Mm-hmm. And they teach you that mechanic, and there's a sign they're teaching, and then you have that little video that pops
1: up that shows, the, shows you how to do it. Yeah. yeah. Can, we, can we talk about the throwbacks to Mario 64? Like, the, just the nice little pieces they well, had. all
2: over Mushroom Kingdom, like the lobby is the
1: same, but oh, just a higher res it, version. Mushroom awesome. Kingdom but, is gorgeous. Yeah, it is. And then it just, what really blew me away was Yoshi on the roof. And I found out about that way too early. It wasn't oh, a spoiler or anything, but it was when you – because they have those um, those picture frames in every level that will take you to another level to get a secret yeah. moon. So in the Luncheon Kingdom, did yeah. you jump in the painting? And, and saw the Mushroom Kingdom, and I saw the star for the first time there, and then I read the sign because it was Yoshi's house. Yeah. So, like, I'm looking. I'm like – Oh, my God, he's on top of the castle. Oh, my God, he's on top of the castle. Yeah. So, oh, Yeah, and then so you get cool. to the Mushroom
2: Kingdom and another throwback mechanic bringing back Yoshi's uh, apples or whatever those little fruit are yeah. that have not been any game other than Super Mario World as far as I know. Uh, uh, yeah. Galaxy 2. Oh, they're in Galaxy 2 as yeah. well?
1: No, Yoshi's story, I guess, in a sense, too. Just for the fruit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: But yeah,
0: when you guys saw Yoshi, did you try jumping on him immediately, or did yes, you? Yes, uh, yeah, that, that yeah, was, I, it that was, was my first thought. Instinct. I'm
2: like,
1: it doesn't look like he could fit, and they're like, oh yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you kept throwing it at him. I'm like why well, isn't this working? And then I had that like, oh, I'm an idiot moment. <laughs> I'm like, eh, okay, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then his uh, little uh, Yoshi has a bunch of challenges. He has a yeah. couple of power moons. Then he, and then uh, when you get into the later game, like the darker side of the moon and the darker side of the yeah. and the dark side of the moon. Um, he has even more challenges. Yeah. So yeah. there's like a good like 10 stages based around the Yoshi mechanic.
1: I, I was so happy about that. Even just like the certain things they implemented that were never there before with Yoshi. Like the uh, the tongue being used as almost like a grappling hook. Yep. And yep. then sticking you to the wall like a ninja and you just stay there. It was and then he, so awesome. And then he belly dives off yeah. off of uh, off the wall. Yeah. And it's
2: like a super wall jump.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It, how they use that in the darker side with like that conveyor belt going up and you had to avoid the, uh, the fuzzies or whatever. No, yeah. not the fuzzies. What are they called? Uh, the black, fuzzy, thinly barbers. Yeah.
2: Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what they're called. Yeah.
0: I, I still like the way uh, uh Yoshi played in Galaxy 2 when you use the, yeah. the Wii Remote to point at things, and mm-hmm. that was a grappling hook. Yeah. So I feel like he he's a little limited, but he's he's one of like 50 power ups you get in yeah. Odyssey. So oh, yeah. it's understandable that he's
2: not that deep of a character. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in terms of and I, I want to go back to those turtle racing things because I find it amazing that not only is Nintendo actively encouraging, um, speed running through it. Yes. But they're actually creating a training program yeah. within the game <laughs> to show you sort of their recommended speedrun things and showing yep. you some of the options and the fact that there's a leaderboard built into the game. Yeah. Like I, I don't know of any other game that has that in that kind of like I, I feel like it's unprecedented.
1: Yeah, in that kind of context for sure. <laughs> I know Twitch loved that. Yeah. Like all the Mario streamers that I watch, whether it's like Carl Sagan 42 or grand Bear or whatever, <laughs> they were all oh yeah no no they they all have ridiculous names but yeah. I love them. They're they're awesome. Uh, they have been ranting and raving about that speedrunning aspect to it, how it was so well put together with that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think they really nailed it on the head with this. In speed and speedrunning running in the game,
2: breaking game, breaking kind of like yep. where they have the hidden coin caches and areas where you shouldn't be able to reach yes. unless you're using super advanced techniques. Like Nintendo is now with this game actively, um, courting the people that don't play the game, I guess you could say as intended.
0: Yep. It's very true, and I love how that mechanic of belly jump, uh, belly diving—that's the speed running mechanic. Yeah. They don't teach you that yeah. until the end of the game. Yeah. So for every mission, you got to get from A to C. Yeah. And at the end of the game, they teach you that you can skip B by by like using the belly dive, and you can go from A to C directly. So yeah. you could re- the the replayability of this game, it just mm. it doubled as soon as you le- master that technique.
1: Yeah. I feel like this is very inspired by what they did with Breath of the Wild. This might be, like, their new their new formula. It's like, go exploring. Go find these areas. We are going to put little rewards for you. It's not like it's just like, oh, we found a way to get to this area, and they had no idea we were going to get there. It's like, yeah. you think that. You get to the top of this, like, gigantic pillar, and then all of a sudden, those like, little coins pop up. And we're like, oh, my God. They actually thought about this. Yeah. yeah. Um, have you guys got
0: all the power-ups? Or all the all the, the costumes? Not the costumes. The... Um
2: the the hat. transformations, Trans- yeah. I think so. I you know I, I've never gone back and checked that menu to see if I missed any. Yeah. I
1: think I got them all. Okay, I, there was like certain areas where I thought I was gonna get one, and then it, it was like uh Dory, the little like you know what, what's that dinosaur called? Dory. Dory. No, no, like no, the so the, ones? Dino- yeah. as the the plesiosaurus or whatever. It's
2: either Plessy or Dory. I think one's Plessy and one's Dory.
1: Oh, no, but I mean the actual dinosaurs that they're... Oh, Plesiosaurus. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so that, that yeah, type pl- of
0: model. Plessy's from 3D World, the orange one that you could yeah. ride. That was yeah. so much fun. Oh, yeah. you could actually possess them? Huh? No, in 3D
1: World, he oh. was like a, like yeah, yeah, like a sliding
2: yeah, man. Yeah, there was those like like uh, like log flume stages.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. those were fun. And Dory was from Mario 64? Yes. Yeah. And then and, redesigned in
0: Mario 64 DS. Yeah,
1: Ooh. it was funny. I was playing with Andy. I brought the game over to his place. And like, I threw... Or I should say he was like, oh, my God, it's wearing a hat. We could probably do it. And, like, he threw the hat at it. Mm-hmm. And then just, like, nothing happened. I'm like, yeah, no, I don't think you can take it over. I'm, it's just, it was it was a little bit of disappointment being like, oh, my God, you can become Dory. Oh, you can't become yeah. Dory. That would it's be a, fun to play as Dory. You know, yeah. I'm
2: surprised. Like, it's not like it would be, like, a game-breaking mechanic to be able to yeah.
1: swim th- on the surface. Yeah, I think it's just one of those things where, like, every transformation had... To weight to it yeah i guess i have to have a, a purpose. Reason, exactly yeah. the game was designed in a way where
0: the levels were created first yeah so the whole mechanics was all laid out on paper and then and then the design came in and they're like what world can we suit to this yeah so for example tossed it was the level was created and then like i think a desert would fit this theme yeah mm. and like uh the city it was all vertical so they're like i think this would uh, a city would be a nice design element for this world mm-hmm. or this kingdom Mm-hmm. speaking of kingdoms what, what, what was your uh, favorite kingdom uh aesthetically Ooh. no just like the most fun like what was your well yeah oh
1: this not, is not, not design wise just this is tough because i like i want to say mushroom okay. kingdom right now just because it was but before we answer awesome. that let's just i don't want to get off the transformations. Yeah, What's your favorite transformations ah, yes oh this is tough i'm still gonna say the onion i love the oh, onion yeah it's fun like it's just it's not so much the transformation in and of itself, but how it was implemented into the areas that it was available at. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was fantastic. Yeah, I love the little hop. It's so so
2: satisfying. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it, it just it feels really smooth. The yeah. whole game feels. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. The the polish is just outstanding. Yeah, like even mm-hmm. like in boss battles when you
0: when you like hit a boss, that impact. It's like oh, like I felt it. You know yeah. what I
2: mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with a uh, uh, Pokeyo. The little uh, woodpecker. Oh, oh yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah! I yeah. love just the feeling of just pulling the thumbstick back and just letting it fling. I
2: died yeah. so many times because I've accidentally flung myself down.
1: Yeah,
0: it's a little hard to get used yeah. to. Yeah, and even the, and then you had the boss battle with the wooden mech. Yeah, 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 yeah
1: awesome. that was fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. did you guys do the the secondary one with the Hammer Brothers? And I think the dark side. Yeah, the dark side. I did that. I don't yeah. think
2: no, I didn't do that. I, d- I never finished dark side.
1: Oh, ah, okay. Those yeah. brutals are so hard to kill with moon, me- moon oh, mechanics, dude. Oh wow, that was yeah. tough. Yeah, that was another thing I really liked is when you went to the moon and like the. Um the The gravity was completely off, and you had to completely learn how to play the game again, and like throw yourself off completely. And then you get the frog, and you jump like a million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: you're like jumping on top of the church. Yeah,
1: that was infuriating at times, though. Yeah, like with the frog specifically in the moon areas, I was I was ready to lose my mind. Yeah, there was a challenge where you had to get the frog, but there was waves of that like purple toxic lava type of stuff oh that one was tough man. oh i i i must have been playing that one for like 15 minutes 20 minutes straight and before i actually got it might have been even longer and yeah. i was just like i was losing my mind i died a whole that. bunch of times the trick is to always take a break yeah, yeah.
2: take
0: a break sleep on it come back
2: but Arzy, what's your favorite power up i like the um the jet octopus or whatever the one from yeah. uh the one from Lane, yep. like the, the one that lets you sort of have the um, Super Ball Mario mechanic. Sunshine mechanics yes, yep. where you could fight straight up or jet forward. I really like that one. I
0: enjoyed yeah. the boss battle. I love yeah. how the whole level became
2: the boss arena. Yeah. yeah. So he was that,
1: that annoying though. That octopus boss. Yeah, I, like, I kind of agree. It's of
2: probably them. my least favorite of all the bosses because yeah. I didn't really feel like I knew what I was doing. I'm like, okay, this is working. I think I'm doing the right thing, but it, it never felt as like clear. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I, I totally agree. Um, What did you guys think of the final boss
1: battle? Mm. Meh. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, it was good. Don't get me wrong. It's just I felt the boss battles in general were just not very good. My favorite one out of the bunch, I think, is in the uh, the Luncheon Kingdom. That was fun. Yeah. yeah. But even still, I felt like the the camera and trying to flow up the stream,
2: it was kind of awkward. Especially like <laughs> the last one. And, and when, I, when I did the redux of that fight, like the, the camera angles were kind of screwy yeah. with that one. Like in general, I liked the boss battles. There were some I didn't like. Like I found that octopus one a little bit awkward. Yeah. The Bowser one, I just found it kind of cheap. And maybe it's just because I couldn't understand the arcs of the hats. That I felt like I was just uh. brute forcing my way through it. That I couldn't understand what was... The right way to dot when he has the whole like whole like uh, swarm of hats coming at you. Yeah, I felt like like they were all just homing. There was no pattern for me to call.
1: Yeah, it it felt a little cheap because at the end of the day, your hat trumps all. Mm -hmm. So I found that out, and it just made every boss battle that less challenging. Okay, it was just like everything was coming at me. I'm like, hat jump, hat jump, hat jump, hat jump. Find the other one, take it over. Cool, we're good. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think the, the 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 Bowser battle was a little standard. Yeah. yeah it, it was run of the mill. But I think once you became Bowser. Oh, that was yeah. awesome. It's like we we played as Bowser before, like Super Paper Mario and that stuff. And mm-hmm. he's usually slow and chunky and mm-hmm. powerful. Yep. But this was like fast and agile. And he had so much going on. Yeah. And he played so well. Yeah. And also um, he did the triple jump. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. on the third jump, he gives a uh, Super Mario power stance. <laughs> yeah. And it's so cute. Just a small detail like that. Yeah.
1: And that song that played in the background. Oh, that yeah, was awesome. yeah. That was pure Sonic. Oh, yeah, so Sonic. There was a lot of things that were pure Sonic, like the uh, the Dragon boss battle. No, that was pure Dark Souls. Yeah, I, I
2: think that I—that's uh, I, that's, I that got that same be, impression. Is that
1: supposed to be like a little commentary, like little parody type? Well, thing it's it's Mario
2: visiting all worlds, and so they wanted to make one world that's like super brutal and dark looking and yeah. ruined. And okay, that like makes that's sense. that's why the dragon's so detailed. Like I thought that was definitely like a, a sort of like Dark Souls like Not playful sure. nudge.
1: Yeah. No, that makes sense. As I think about it. It's just they've they've done that like super realistic dragon thing in a bunch of Sonic games before. Oh, have they? So okay. Oh, yeah. So as soon as I saw that, I'm like like okay yeah cool and that boss battle was fun too i like when
0: you arrive in the the forgotten kingdom or whatever yeah. it's called um you have those little like graves that you have to pop out yeah and you're like oh that, that was fun but then it actually it, it, it's like a, a mechanic of the boss battle yeah, yeah.
2: i love how they presented they're that they're
0: and... masterful design game designers they're like
1: it's the, they're they're probably the best around yeah so Go figure, right?
2: I think Nintendo has just learned how to make games for everyone. Yeah. Like, how to make the game... Totally accessible without like walking you through pages and pages and pages of tutorials. Yeah, like how to make it so that the game's simple enough that you can enjoy yourself if you're like a little kid, but also having deep mechanics that if you're the kind of explorer and you really want to like push the game to its limits, they're there. They're, and yeah. they're they can be part of the game, or they don't have, to, or they, but they don't have to be like intrinsic or oh, uh, yeah. like necessary you, at all.
1: You can blow through every level if you want to. I remember the Luncheon Kingdom the first time I bought, I fought that boss. Was during the redux, not during the original because I just got enough moons I was like yeah, yeah, I'll go to the next one. yeah
0: I have a quote here from uh, Iwata, oh yeah. and uh, it's uh, it goes above all, video games are meant to be just one thing fun for everyone yeah yeah and that's uh, I thought
1: that was it they nailed it yeah they absolutely nailed it right on the head, so I whatever Nintendo guys, good job, Jesus Christ, <sighs> this game is fucking fantastic
2: all right, so Rusty, your question is it like on in the back of our minds that we thought what our favorite worlds are yet yeah
1: uh
0: (laughs) no it's so so hard i have like is it this what
1: what should i say it's the same thing with me i can't quite put a a a, a... you know what aesthetically i'm gonna say it's that like it's bowser's castle the the japanese-esque style like temple the banners aggressively dancing in the background oh man how that level was created the fact that you had to use that woodpecker guy to climb up to certain areas and how they implemented those secrets and how tough it was to get some of those purple coins oh yeah yeah holy shit yeah i think that was my favorite level from that yeah that was uh, that was the game got spoiled for me a lot i, I was oh, addicted uh... to it so i didn't i,
0: I there wasn't many surprises but oh. bowser's castle was one of my big surprises yeah that was awesome and it
1: had that impact so yeah yeah uh favorite music if i'm gonna go from like all aspects for a level probably gonna be forest kingdom or whatever it's called the jazzy oh it's lap the bass yeah i'm gonna
2: have to to agree with you on that it's my favorite music in the game Mm -hmm. there's no question
0: I think for the music, I'm gonna go with Lost Kingdom. It yeah. was Like the pan flutes. Oh, okay. It was okay. just I just, just loved it. I, I listened cool. to it at work. It's just I could listen to like I can listen to it for hours. <laughs> it's just so soothing. Yeah. yeah.
2: And it's nice to listen to. But as for Kingdom, I think the Metro Kingdom is is Metro Kingdom's up there. Like for like because a Dunk like City, man. Like for average in terms of aesthetic, in terms of gameplay, it, it, the the festival, like the, the Mario Festival the stage, climax, like it's yeah. like that, like that, like there's nothing else like that. No. Yeah, that, that was such a great moment going through that. Yeah. And the boss
0: battle was cool, like the tanks. and Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was so vertical. One of the,
1: well, no, there's a lot of vertical levels. But, um, it was probably
2: the most vertical stage. Yeah. You're talking say. about the beginning of New Donk? I'm just saying New Donk in general is yeah. the most oh, vertical City. stage. Oh,
1: for sure. But even how you had to like climb that tower at the beginning getting into it, when it was yeah. all rainy and dark, yeah. and you had to like, get in there. Yeah, yeah.
0: So freaking cool. Mm-hmm. And that
1: was one of the, uh, how many stages
0: had uh, a night mode? Nighttime version,
2: uh, toast Metro. I think that's about it. I don't know if it. Yeah, because I know, yeah. um, like Bubble lanes start off during the day and then it became sunset, and then yeah, sunset's right. the yeah. default.
0: That's such a that's such a great stage too. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. I love that kingdom. It's so. It was. It was probably the
0: most super. It, it like for the Mushroom Kingdom was for Mario 64, mm. and I know there's no Delfino Plaza, but I felt yeah. I felt like Lakeside Kingdom was. The super mario sunshine level
2: yeah
1: oh yeah it was the the pure throwback just again what we were talking about with that octopus monster having it be like the floods um i can't remember what it was called but that turbocharge move that you got later on with the flood yeah where you could just like propel yourself forward and move across anything well though that, that's the rocket flower that does that but it's that type of mentality where you're like propelling yourself water forward with water okay you know yeah. what i mean like it was a nice little gesture towards yeah Actually, you're right. The Rocket Flower was awesome too. I love those things. The Rocket Flower, like the Galaxy Two, right? Galaxy Two, yeah. yeah. There's makes a lot sense. of there's a
0: lot of games like there's a lot of stuff even from uh, 3D World that that is in the game that was yeah. like, oh, that's brand new. It's like, well, actually, no, that's from yeah. 3D World and stuff. So yeah, they they took a lot from the past. It's like a love letter. I hate saying that, but it's yeah. a love letter to all past Mario games. You
1: you had one yeah. of those moments today. With the uh, the lion thing, the uh, oh my god, Jaxi. Yeah, the Jaxie, I totally forgot. Yeah, yeah. where's it from, Paulie? Super Super Mario Land. So um, Super Mario Land had a whole bunch of like very different enemies. The one originally for Game Boy, of course, mm-hmm. and Jaxie was one of those enemies. So when I found out that it was actually a thing and it wasn't just like a statue, yeah, and you could like call them at the bus stops in the uh, the Desert Kingdom. Mm-hmm. That might have been one of my favorite things ever. And the fact that you mounted it instead of becoming it. Weird, That was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And Jaxi, like, because I know Game Boy, the graphics were pretty poor. Yeah. But Jaxi is
0: on the cover of Game Boy Land. Yeah. uh, Super Mario Land, I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. For me, on average, I'm gonna have to agree with you, Rusty. Like, saying Metro Kingdom, just for like, I don't even know if it has my favorite of any of the one categories. You may want to break it down, but just on the average, between the music, between like the the, the kind of gameplay that existed in that world, um, in terms of the aesthetic and the verticality, even just the the ridiculousness of having all these people dressed up in like 40 suits walking around, and they're yeah. so
0: derpy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like they're a bunch of dumbasses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It kind of dehumanizes them a bit. A bit. The voices they use, so yeah, I felt yeah. like that they were silly and they weren't so like.
2: Yeah, I, and it just yeah, that festival was just such a great uh, climax for yeah. the game. Yeah. yeah,
0: and they captured New York so well. Yeah, even like the, in front of the Cap Store, you have yep. one of the guys saying, "Oh, this is the original Cap Store." It's yeah, <laughs> like something you'd actually see in New York. Like, oh, so good. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, but it, yeah, in terms of music, I, I agree with Paulie Like, the I, I just love those. I don't know if they call them, like, 70s kind of guitars in the the Forest Kingdom. Yeah. Um, Forest Kingdom, I would say, was probably my close second for favorite overall. Like, yeah. I love the mechanics in it. I loved exploring that stage. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I'm just going to give the edge to Metro H- Kingdom. Have you got
0: to the, the basement? In- yeah,
2: I found it by accident.
0: Yeah. I thought I
2: died, and then I ended up getting down there, and there's the T-Rex mechanic, which I'm like, yeah. oh, great. So there's actually more to this and not just the sort of novelty in um, – uh, and what's it called? Cascade Kingdom.
1: Yeah, yeah. the The T Rex scared the shit out of me the first time I made it down there because I was not expecting it, yeah, and right. then he saw me from behind me. Yeah. Oh. So I heard the roar, and I'm like, "Uh oh!" And I panned the camera, and he was already <laughs> charging full force yeah. at me. I'm like, "Oh my god!" And like, <laughs> bolted like.
0: Yeah. See, I I put like over sixty hours in that game, and I still mm-hmm. haven't even I haven't even touched that area. Yeah. yeah. I, I like to spend, like, a week in, like, one kingdom. Yeah. Like a, like, a play section
1: in one and then... Because there's so much to do in each kingdom. There is. I've been playing very differently. I've been going into an area, playing until I get bored in that area, and then just going on to the next one. So well, like, yeah. Me too. Kind of the same thing. Yeah. Like, I'll I'll, I'll maybe play three kingdoms in a uh, play session when I'm looking for power moons now. Okay. And, God, can we talk about that? Some of the placement of the power moons? Mm. How well some of them were implemented? Yeah. Also, mind you, how... Shittily. Some of the other ones were too, but that's another issue altogether. Yeah, some of them are
2: like, oh, it's just over there. Yeah, okay, exactly. I mean, yeah. Like, it's a walk shot. over and get it. <laughs> and it's
1: crazy that you could get
0: one in, like, a second, and then it takes, like, hours to get another one. Yeah. just trying. Oh, like, the difficulty of them is so varied. Kind of yeah. like how Breath of the Wild was, how there was all the shrines, and there was no, yep. there was, like, you can go into a major test of strength or minor, yeah. like, whichever one you stumble upon first.
2: Yeah,
1: some of them were much harder than others. Exactly, yep. yeah. I will say this: one potential detriment to the game is just the sheer amount of power moons. I think they could have cut it back a little bit, even by what five percent, ten percent. It is
2: overwhelming, like yeah. like the number of power moons. When I became aware that it's you know like approaching a thousand, mm-hmm. like that, uh, it, it was just a detriment. It just made me accept that I'm never going to completionist yeah. this game. Yeah. So once I reach a point where I'm comfortable, I should just stop.
1: Yeah, I'm going to try my best. I do want to get all the power moons. It's just I know I'm going to get frustrated at some point and just call it quits. But yeah. I want to reach no, that definitely, first. I'm definitely going to
0: master the game. But I, I agree. I think that's the, the, the worst part of the game or, or the lack of focus. Hmm. It's always you go in there and you're like, where where do I start? Where do I go? What have I done? Yeah. What haven't I done? Yeah. So in that case, I kind of miss the, the direction that Mario 64 had. When you would go into a level and it was mission-based. Yeah.
2: And they would sort of point you in the direction of what you had to do. You had had an
0: objective here. It's just kind of like you just do whatever Mm. you want. And I feel like it lacks a little focus. Mm. But, like, it
1: also is really good by... It's like it's a double-edged sword. You know what I mean? It is. And it always will be. Because I remember very, very blatantly shitting on that Mario 64 style for a very long time. Yeah. Me and you both. Oh, yeah. And now it's just... I mean... I feel like there's a happy medium here. There has mm. to be, mm. right? Like, there has to be something where, as I was saying before, maybe just don't implement that many Power Moons in. Maybe mm. make it an overall of 500 instead of, like, 8 million, you know? like
2: Yeah.
0: No, I enjoy it. Like, there's stuff—they're There's all, uh, they're so dense, the levels, and there's always something to do, and there's like yep. always, like, a new corner. And, like, I spent hours in Metro Kingdom, and there's still— stuff that i'm
1: discovering though. i think i need to take a break come back to it in like a week or two and that's just to fine, give yeah. it a little bit of a refresher I, totally. I was gonna say michael huber from easy allies i think put it perfectly because they were talking about this i think about a week or so ago mm-hmm. and he said like you know what i've gotten to the point where i've beaten the game i've unlocked the extra moons now with the cubes he's like yeah. i'm just gonna play it on the side Whenever I get bored of whatever, yeah. let's say I'm playing Wolfenstein 2, I want mm. to put it down, but I still want to play something. Yeah. Put it on Odyssey. Play it for an hour. Find some moons. Move on to the next thing. Yeah. He goes, I'm probably gonna be playing this game for the next year, if not mm-hmm. even longer. And I think that's the best way to approach this game after you've beaten the main campaign. The campaign's
0: so short, I raced through the game because I just wanted to see more. And I was yeah. just like, Oh, yeah. did I get the minimum amount? I want to move to the next one. I wanna see I wanna see everything. And yeah. I think my biggest letdown is I just wanted more.
1: Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah.
0: It's such a big game and wanting more of just is it's not really like a bad thing.
1: No, it's 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 not. I mean, we're always going to, we're gamers. At the end of the day we're never happy with what we (laughs) get. But it is what it is. But I think once I dropped that I started to enjoy the game. Yeah.
2: Well, you know, while we're on this frequency, let's talk about some criticisms. For me, my perhaps my biggest beef of the game is I think it's just intrinsic to 3D platformers is dying because of just like perspective was a little bit off. Yeah, I yeah. do love that in this game, they give you the most free control over the camera, like even more so than people might be comfortable with yeah. for a lot of platformers. Mm-hmm. But there were still many times that I died just because I misjudged where something was in relation to something else like something was a little bit more vertical as opposed to horizontal and Uh it was just a question of the perspective i had at that point but i don't think that necessarily can be avoided in in like a three in a 3d platformer i feel like no matter what you're gonna get some percentage of that
1: yeah i I feel like any criticism i'm gonna have on this game is going to be a little you know I'm, i'm gonna be nitpicking yeah right like this game overall is just a fantastic piece of work uh beyond the sheer amount of moons i i just can't think of anything else that i really didn't like about it Yeah. outside of obviously the depth of field that's just 3d platformers yeah. in general yeah. that's kind of a trait i think i'm going to go
0: like for the the game and the relationship to the nintendo switch and mm-hmm. how you it's portable mm-hmm. and it's you could also play it on the television yeah You yet the motion controls don't suit portability best. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're selling that. you're you're selling this, this flagship title for your flagship system. Yet they're not best friends.
2: Yeah, I yeah that you know what I forget about that that I really felt like I was playing almost like a lesser version of the game yeah. because I wasn't playing with the two hand controller and I play like ma- the majority of the time in handheld. Yeah, like that's yeah. just my style. Mm-hmm. And the fact that there was just certain moves I couldn't do or mm-hmm. at least were. Uh, prohibitively complicated, relative than just the, the gesture based yeah. movements. Like yeah, yeah, yeah I, I completely forgot about that.
1: Yeah, it's I'm I'm on the opposite side where most of the time that I'm playing, I'm playing on the TV with the pro controller, and it's essentially the same thing. Yeah, yeah. the pro controller works great. It does, but it's not like having the two in hand with the Joy Cons. It's where the like same thing. You can make the flicks. Well, it it's has it has easier.
2: some of the motion controls, but not to the level it does when you have the two hand
1: controllers. Yeah, exactly. What doesn't it have? Like, it, you know, doing the spin yeah. is very awkward on the Pro Controller. I have I never... Just, I run around in a circle and then throw the That's that how I do longer. it.
0: I, I still can't pull off that, that motion in with, really? my, with my Joy-Cons. I just don't understand what's wrong. Weird.
2: Huh. Yeah, I never had that problem in the rare times I was using the loose Joy-Cons. Yeah,
0: I know. But even still, with the Pro Controller, you can just tilt it to the side. I actually pulled it off
1: with a Pro Controller over the Joy-Cons. Weird. Huh. It's yeah. always felt a little clunky to me because I have to move both hands. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I, I actually like I could just be a one-hand flick, let's say, with the other one. You don't have to move both. You can just move one it'll do it.
0: I've had trouble with it. Really? I actually prefer the spinning the joystick and uh, and, and doing oh, yeah? that. Yeah. yeah. It's,
1: it's how I do it from now on. Like yeah. when those stupid little spiny guys come in mm-hmm. and they keep popping out of the ground. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. the only thing that the motion
0: controls suck with on portable mode is shaking to go faster.
1: Yes. Because you, you have to shake the whole console. Climbing up a yeah.
0: tree. Yeah. Um, rolling on the Actually, no. You can just press
1: Y. Yeah. Bad. No, but I know I know where you're coming from. You're right. Even the... Um, bullet bill is another one yeah to go faster like you need to shake it yeah even the
0: glider you could actually gain altitude by shaking the controller i you could, did not know and that, you could man. like in that last stage huh. the really hard stage you yep. could just like fly over his part and the next part
1: <laughs> really Jesus. yes okay well that might be a game-breaking thing but cool no it's it's, it's part that, of the game yeah yeah yeah
2: oh yeah cool. it's but, there but also speaking about that the forced message when you first boot up the game that's oh. on there for like a good like 10 seconds yeah, or something that like is, that is, is that a, like a loading screen that i they're think hiding? so i i don't think it needs to be a loading screen because we, we've seen the loading screens aren't that long yeah they're not it just it sort of forces you to sit through that yeah. screen at the start yeah so do you guys think we're going to see like dlc with
1: luigi or or do, or do you think we're going to see a, a new a, a sequel I I think we're gonna see both, but I'm hoping that we're gonna see DLC. I want them to release another maybe kingdom or something. Maybe have Luigi as a playable character. I would love or something. to see Luigi know, right? as DLC. If even if they did something like uh, I know it's gonna sound crazy, but like what they did with um Super Mario new Super Mario Brothers Wii U. Yes, I would so Super Luigi Wii U or whatever yeah, it was. Super called. Luigi U, yeah. Yeah. Like do something like that where they release a little patch to the game, something maybe that's paid. Yeah. But you can re-enter these worlds as Luigi, and it gives you a whole new set of moons to get. Yeah. Speaking of Luigi, he's never actually appeared in
0: <laughs> okay. uh, uh, a, a Mario, a three D Mario game in vein of Odyssey, like sixty four or Sunshine. He was just never there. Uh outside of Galaxy. And Galaxy isn't like yeah. Galaxy's is more linear. It was, yeah. Something ne- you're it's saying, exploration-wise. Yeah,
2: yeah, that makes yeah. sense. I imagine there's going to be DLC of some sort, I whether it's to. Luigi or not. I, I'm not entirely sure, but there's DLC for Zelda. There's DLC for Mario Kart. It would, I would be surprised if there is no DLC for
0: this yeah. game. Yeah.
1: What's your favorite costume? Ooh. Ooh, I've been trying to mix and match. Oh, speaking of which, I, I have know. this uh, Club
0: Nintendo calendar that came out in 2016. Yep. And if you see here. There's a lot of the costumes that appear for the first time, and I guess it's kind of like a foreshadow yeah, for the podcast for...
2: listeners. He's showing the Mario Paint one right yeah, I'm now. I'm showing
0: the Mario Artist one. The Santa Claus didn't make it, but I'd love to see DLC. Yeah, um, this Japanese style one did, was he in that one? I think you, you, yeah,
1: that might have been a part of the sushi maker one with like the headband. Yeah, I okay, forget what it's yeah. called. The... Yeah, there's
0: a whole bunch of costumes in here. If you ever, if you ever chance, go look up the they Club Nintendo. This, they had the samurai one. They the had samurai. the uh, the
1: other Japanese outfit, the black kimono. Yeah, that was in it. It was really, really well done. Like all the costumes were perfect. I actually am gonna start doing the amiibo ones now because I realize how expensive they are coin wise. I'm like, "Ah, I might as well just do it with the amiibo.
2: Yeah, for me, favorite costume for the longest time, I was rocking uh, underwear with the captain's hat.
1: Yeah, (laughs) that was my that was my early
2: game costume for a while. But now I I like the uh, the safari
1: outfit. Yeah, that's cute. Yeah, Yeah. I have been running now with the uh, the Mario Maker one. And that I switched to back to my uh, my original or the one I really liked the best out of the bunch uh, originally was uh, the shorts the underwear like yeah. you but with the snorkel Oh, okay. so was running around in, like swim yeah. gear yeah. which oddly enough worked. To get the door open, when she said you need to look like you're swimming. Yeah. Oh, that was that actually worked that, for
0: that. You didn't that have is, to buy the full outfit. Exactly. There's exactly. a lot of secondary, uh, secondary costumes you can use for that.
1: There's also another thing I noticed. If you put the plane costume on, like the aviator one, yeah. which is fine, but you put that on in the Snow Kingdom, it's gonna stop shivering.
0: Yeah. So that's another. Oh. Uh, yeah. 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 I like the the shorts with uh, the backwards mechanic hat. Yeah. Okay. That's I like awesome. his mechanic hat. You know what? Yeah, I might actually go for that. That's pretty awesome. But yeah, no. I think uh, the costumes are—they're they're all really, really well done. And I yeah. found myself um, always switching.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you're
2: love that good. they went to the detail that when you throw Cappy, it is still like whatever the form of the hat is, mm-hmm. because like, you, you would expect in other games that they wouldn't bother changing the animations. It's just like th- for the model. So when you throw Cappy, he would turn back into the normal cap again. Mm-hmm. It's like you act, when you when he's a ca- when he's a snorkel. You're throwing. Yeah. A snorkel, like granted, it still turns into a Mario hat when you capture something. Of course, but, but still, that nice little
1: touch, right? Yeah,
2: like there's just, I think that is the most astounding thing about this game is just the amount of polish. Those yeah. small touches, you know, Mario's sleeping animation yeah. when he's talking <laughs> about different pastas. I mean, um, that's so cute. his awkward dancing when he's at like the festival he's doing that little like arm jig yeah Um, you know even just the thing like after you beat the game that now all the people from all the different uh, planets are all now visiting all the different worlds because everybody's traveling and you're just running into like people from all over all over the place
0: speaking of the ending what did you guys think of princess peach's uh, actions near the end oh
1: that was awesome But she went like just full on bitch mode and started slapping them around. Yeah. It was awesome.
0: And then Mario's patting Bowser on the back. Like yeah. what the hell, man?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I guess to be friends. No, they're still like kind of friends. Yeah, when you look, they look at like, the over,
0: yeah, they're like, rivals. Like the overall. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But he's so menacing at the beginning, and then he's
1: like, he's like, like cowering. Yeah. Well, I mean, once you overtake him.
0: Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah. So you guys, uh, does this convince you that this can beat Zelda in Game of the Year? Not or are you even. Guys, close. still on the.
1: I'm still going to
2: say Zelda. Yeah,
1: yeah. it's Zelda. They, it's it's the one that really, truly revolutionized that style of exploration. Taking out the waypoints, letting like you do your own thing, having a world that is completely well put together. Everything was very well thought out. Yeah, The expansive, just everything, the, all the things you could do even on the side. I mean, most of that game, I just spent walking around the world. And that's yeah, saying too. something. Yeah, I agree. I love, I love both. And not knowing that I played 140 hours, like you don't feel that time while you're playing. It. It's I, true. I think with just between that and the fact that I did feel the time playing Mario Odyssey, it makes Zelda the clear winner in my eyes. Yeah,
2: yeah. Like in both games, Nintendo has clearly looked at the open world game yep. and just uh, turned it on its ear. And it's just like mm-hmm. they they had like they, they've revolutionized the open world game in terms of both like what you could do with space in terms of what you could do with exploration. Yep. Um, but yeah, for me, it's just Zelda it was just so eye opening, and yeah. I just gorged on that game. Yeah,
0: yeah. My prediction actually will be Zelda yeah. winning okay. the game of the year, but I still think Mario is my game of the year for sure. Okay, cool, cool, cool. cool. So, so,
2: hmm? I was, was going to go say uh, if if we're wrapping up, and maybe we should talk about our final
1: reviews, our oh scores, yeah, uh, our oh.
2: patented Game and Watch it scoring uh, system. Yeah, let's All do right. it.
1: But am I going first? Yeah. Okay, uh, I, I just. Mm-hmm. I feel if I'm gonna give it a score, it's probably gonna be like a uh, ten out of eleven. <laughs> Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Oh, just
2: make it out of five. <laughs> the gimmick is we all have different reviews. You don't have to have a different score every time. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm doing it every time. Oh, God it's the poly. It's the poly
0: thing. Okay. Whatever. Okay. Yeah, I think I've, I'm giving this game hundred hmm. percent. Who?
2: It's All right. it's, yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's still an A-plus game in my mind. Yeah,
0: it is. Absolutely. Great. Yeah. So we got a 10 out of 11, 100%, and a A-plus. Yeah, What's so. the average?
2: Well, I guess slightly...
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: poop, and on that note, let's wrap it up. Polly, where can they find us? Uh, on YouTube, obviously. If you guys are watching, thank you. Uh, if you guys want, if you're ever on the go, we are on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, and PodBay. Yeah. Uh, if you want to see us on Instagram, we're at Game and Watch yeah. It uh, We're also on Facebook. If you ever want to reach out to us, let us know what you think. Maybe you even give us some some criticism, and uh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for watching. Please oh, subscribe. scene. <laughs>